purpose of meditation is to become empowered. You should feel more spiritual power at the end of each meditation than you started with. How many of you feel that? We need a lot of spiritual power to deal with the energy field of the world as it is today. And every day the world becomes more tamasic. And there's a very short time before major world-shattering events will occur. That if we are not strong enough to face them and have the adequate and accurate response can be very devastating to our equilibrium. And Satyogis are here not just to stay in balance for ourselves, but to be able to offer peace and balance and strength to others. We have to be able to channel that strength but to do that, we first have to purify our own unconscious minds. If we are still being overturned by maya, by fantasies, by impulses of the lower chakras, and by negative thoughts, negative interactions with others, then we're not yet able to be of any service to the world. We must complete our self-service we must complete our own dissolution of the ego to be able to offer as a conduit, as a channel, the divine energies. So we must get out of the ego mind and we must enter the divine mind. If you're in the ego mind, you're not of any help to anyone, least of all yourself. The ego mind is inherently unstable. And so even though you have powerful meditations, I'm sure you're also aware of backlashes that come. And sometimes the stronger your meditation is, the stronger the backlash is. Maya does not give up without a fight. Because it's a fact that we have invested our own spiritual energy into our superego figures, into our inner infantile images from the past and into the demands of the big other and into the desires and jouissance of the ego that used to be its way of functioning. And now as we separate from that operating system to enter the divine mind, there is a pull that's very strong that wants to win, wants to gain its hegemony over the Atman, and so all of you are in a spiritual battle and you're literally fighting for your life. And it can take away your life. It can take you away from Sat Yoga. It can take you away from the spiritual journey. It can cause you to forget why you're really here and what is the purpose of human life. It can put clouds upon your mind that cause you to distort your own thinking so that you end up turning around and going back into the lower chakra world and not even remembering 
or recognizing what you've lost. So do not underestimate the power of Maya. And it's only through the power of God, through surrender, absolute surrender to the power of God that we can be victorious over the power that wants to bring us down into the lowest state of entropy in which we lose all ability to see what is the truth and the matrix pulls us into its influence and causes us to destroy ourselves. And so we must remain above the waterline by recognizing that you are not the ego and whatever thoughts come from the ego mind are not accurate and do not let them act out. Observe them as the witness, surrender them to God and be filled with the divine mind. It's a major undertaking that very few people even imagine, let alone accomplish. But it takes tremendous courage and perseverance to achieve success. And although we are all here to support each other, there's very little that you can do for each other because there is very, very few people here who are Maya-free. And so if you depend on each other, you'll get pulled down. We have to be alone with the All One, alone with God. We are in a community in which we learn to be alone. So it's very important that you not depend on anyone else in the community except the teacher. And make use of the teacher. That's my function, is to help you out of Maya when you're in Maya. But if you pull someone else into your sphere of Maya, then you've created a worse problem. But deal with the fear of aloneness. Don't enmesh with others. We haven't come here to fall in love with human beings. We've come here to love God. And God must be our primary partner in this, not anyone else. It's very important that that's recognized or you will fail yourself. But it's also very important that you not fall into some infantile weakness in which you have temper tantrums and you act out with other people because that creates sanskaras in which that inner child remains strong. And that can also pull you down into lower states. You must disidentify. We are not children anymore. No one here. And no one must allow that child self or the superego self to take over. You cannot give yourself the luxury of acting out. If you do that, you have given over your sovereignty to the enemy. And then it will destroy you. It's very important that you take this spiritual battle with utmost seriousness. The divine mind will protect you. It is your only protection. But if you don't want it, if even a small fragment in your unconscious doesn't want it and resists it, it will cause you tremendous problems. It will get in your way. It will cloud your understanding. You must not allow that to happen. And you must learn from your mistakes. If a mistake has happened, if a fall has happened, get up and keep moving forward. Don't allow it to depress you. Don't allow it to create thoughts, oh, I'm a loser and I can't do it. But don't lose. Keep moving forward in the remembrance of God 
Strengthen yourself every day through surrender and self-inquiry. If there is still ego, then the surrender is very important. Before you can recognize that I and God are one, the part that doesn't recognize that must be purified through surrender to God. So we must be both in the Dvaita and the Advaita simultaneously. As long as there is illusion of duality, then bhakti is the only way out. Devotion to the Supreme Mind. When you get to Chakra 4, then the love of God, God's love for you and for the world, will help you get out of the lower chakras we saw it. But even then you have to rise to Chakra 5. But the Chakra 5 archetypal mind is still an illusion. It's the divine mind translated into the ego mind. Don't be fooled by thinking even archetypal dreams or archetypal wisdom is the final destination. It's not. It's only a symbolic pathway. Or even when you experience the light, the divine light of chakra six, that's not it either. It's the source at chakra seven, the Godhead itself. And if you stop short and are satisfied with anything less than that, then the gravity of the lower will pull you back down into the tamasic state, whether quickly or gradually, it doesn't matter. There must be a complete annihilation of the ego through total surrender to God consciousness. Very few achieve it, and that's why the world is in Kali Yuga. And so what we're doing is going against the entire force of entropy that has taken over our planet. And to get into the negative entropic state can only happen through the minds reaching an absolute state of sattva through surrender to God. The sattva is the negentropy. That alone can fight off the lower, the lower vibrations that want to bring you to act out in ways that will destroy your integrity and create shame and guilt and anxiety. You must be above that through the surrender to Shiva. Nothing else will do. And you must recognize that you're not a body. You must get rid of the idea that anything that can happen on the bodily level can be of any service to you. It can't. It's all within the illusion. Not even what happens at the symbolic level can be of service. It's only the bliss of the self that brings salvation. And that bliss only comes when the mind is in silence and the body has surrendered its own impulses of jouissance in order to be filled with that divine energy. In that state, life will go on in a sattvic way that will empower you more and more by creating the positive sanskaras. And then the engine of transformation will work on its own. But that can only start happening and Kali Yuga be unwound and Sat Yuga embodied when the ego has been dissolved. That has to be your highest priority, your only priority. If you still buy into the ego mind's motivations and intentions, then it will take you down again. 
And so you'll find your journey, you rise and you fall, rise and fall, rise and fall, but eventually the powers of gravity will win. You'll lose the energy unless you go above the level of the gravity of the ego through surrender. And because the tamasic energy field is becoming stronger and stronger every day, it requires greater efforts to remain free of the ego thoughts and free of the egoic emotional field. Only through love and through bliss can we be free of the demonic illusion of the ego. I wish you all blessings on achieving liberation.